Are you ready to trust your intuition to guide you into growing a successful business and living a hell yes life? Everyone has greatness within them, a spiritual vision to share with the world. Each week, we'll be talking about how to use your intuition in both your business and everyday life, so you will stay fully connected to your dharma or purpose. Now, here is the host of Find Your Hell Yes with intuitive business coach, Candice McKim. Welcome, everyone. I am super excited to welcome you to this episode of Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candice McKim. I am an intuitive business coach, and I am super excited about this topic today. Meditation, your secret weapon. So I'm always curious as to why people do meditate and why people don't meditate. And if you think you can't meditate, you really can't F it up. Like, honestly, it's just so easy to meditate and there's no right or wrong way of doing it. And we can all use our meditation as just as a secret secret weapon. Um, And really, when you think about it, meditation is your hotline to a coach, a psychic, a psychologist, your daily planner or an organizer. And if you get an intuitive hit while you're meditating to say, go pick up peas, that's okay. Go get the damn peas, right? It doesn't matter if you get intuitive hits or if messages come to you during meditation. That's okay. That's perfect. Meditation will catapult you to make new decisions, cut through monkey mind, charge your energy, provide creative ammunition and explode practical solutions. Meditation became my secret weapon at a very, very young age and has been an ongoing source of guidance for me. So in this show, we're going to talk about the seven simple, clear, concise steps to meditation. So hell yes to that. And remember, remember, uh, your intuition is your soul speaking to you and your soul wants you to say hell yes to life. So as an intuitive business coach, I coach women to move away from anxiety and stress in your business and lean into and learn about your intuition so that you can add your intuitive guidance into building your successful spiritually led business. I'm also a speaker and an author, and I've been speaking about intuition ever since I wrote my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, as well as I created the deck of Oracle Cards, Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle Cards. But today, on today's show, later on the show, I'm going to take you through a short, yummy guided meditation. So plus, today, I'd really like to invite you to dive even deeper into your intuition in your life and your business by downloading for free, my four-part video series called Realigning with Your Vision. So you just go to candacemckim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com. And on the website, you'll see it right front and center. You'll see a picture of me laughing. And then right there is the link to click and it will take you to get the four-part video series for free. And if you're listening live, you can jump on to the chat room on Inspired Choices Network. Alrighty, and let's get started. So as I said, meditation became my secret weapon at a very early age and has been an ongoing source of guidance for me. So in this show, you're going to learn the seven simple, clear, concise steps of meditation. So My story is, is that I was, my parents were hardworking, self-employed parents with three teenagers. I was the youngest of three. I was 12 or 13 years old at the the time. And my mom was very stressed out, overwhelmed, self-employed, running a business, running a household with three, with three teenagers. And um, 
went to the doctor to help get some support or something to help her with to cope with her stress. And uh, he prescribed Valium for her. And she's like, I can't take this stuff and still run a business and run a household. And it just wasn't possible. So she was coping with the stress. Both my parents were coping with the day to day stress of it all. And one night, I'm going to date myself, one night they were watching the Johnny Carson show. And on the on the Johnny Carson show was the Maharish Mahish Yogi. And he was talking about transcendental meditation, and uh, how it helps with stress and relaxation and coping. And so then my parents, they looked into it. And the city I lived in, they had uh, somebody that lived close to our house that was teaching it. It was uh, every week for, I don't know, several months that we would go to this woman's house and we learned transcendental meditation. So I was, like I said, I was very young and it just landed with me. I just started my daily practice. Not that I've meditated every single day since I was 12 or 13 years old, but right now and in the last uh, at least a decade and a half, I do meditate every single day. It's my non-negotiable part of my day. And so I'm always curious as to why people meditate and why people don't meditate. We know the studies have been pouring out over, you know, the last decade for sure of all the benefits of meditation. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about them. So first and foremost, it helps you to reduce stress, right? It helps you to slow things down and to calm you. And I always say, like, when you think you're too busy and too stressed out to meditate, that is exactly when you're supposed to meditate. I used to um, have these dinner parties that would stress me out. I, I have dinner parties now that they don't tend to stress me out. But when I was first married and had young children, I would host dinner parties and they would stress me out. And it would be getting close to when people were supposed to be there. And I'd be like getting high strung and yelling at everybody and yelling at the kids and okay, we got to get this done and we got to get the table set and we got to get this stuff put out and all of this other things. And it would be a harried experience <laughs> for all of us. Right. And then I would be like, okay, go and meditate. And because we think that we're too busy at that time, it's too stressful. I have, I have to get this stuff done, but that is the exact time you need to go and meditate. And so I would go and meditate for 20 minutes and I would come back and all of a sudden it was calm and I would bring my calm energy. So I, you know, our energy isn't just our physical body. It's this aura that we have around us. Our energy goes out a foot, two feet, three feet. It can go out as far as feels comfortable for us. And so that energy of that calmness would come back into the kitchen and it would spread over the children <laughs> and my husband, he never got that involved in the stress of it. It didn't really affect him as much, but you know, it just brought a calm. And the other thing I find about meditation, and I don't know how this does it, but it slows down time where you come out of meditation and well, first of all, it helps you to prioritize, right? All of a sudden you come back and go, yeah, you know what? It doesn't really matter. Let's put a stack of plates here, the cutlery here. We'll, we don't need to set the table, right? You, you come back and it just seems so clear and so that you can prioritize your situation. And this is a very simple analogy, right? But imagine bringing this into all aspects of your life, right? And so what I'm saying is that it calms the energy. It helps you prioritize. And so that all of a sudden, what you thought was so important, all of a sudden falls away. And you realize 
it's not really that important. It, it, in the big scheme of having a dinner party, it's not that important. And so it reduces stress, decreases anxiety. It helps you to make better decisions uh, or decisions easier, quicker. If you ever are in a place where you maybe are a little bit wishy-washy about decision-making, it's a great time to meditate because it will help you to get clear on decisions and help you to problem solve. I actually recommend meditating with a pen and paper beside you. And so that when you get an intuitive hit, you can jot it down. When, you, when an idea comes, it's almost like brainstorming with your team, right? When you're main meditating, you take that time to brainstorm with all the people around you and uh, all of the, yeah, your team, your, your guides, your angels, your inner self. Um, meditation cuts through monkey mind, right? That, oh, I've got to do this. And that frenetic kind of energy where you feel overwhelmed and that you have so much stuff on your plate, it helps you to prioritize and really to um, get you focused on what really is important and prioritize that this is more important than all of these other things. And it also motivates us, right? It increases our energy. It charges up our energy. So it's so interesting, right? Because spirit and source often come at us with an oxymoron, right? So the oxymoron is that it calms us down and uh, reduces our stress, but it can energize us and focus us. So there's the opposites, right? Uh, we're charged up, but then we're relaxed. And so I find that fascinating. And, you know, as I was saying just a few seconds ago is that when we meditate, it, it seeps into us and it really seeps into our aura and that aura goes out into our household. And I used to tell in my yoga studios and in my yoga classes, I would always tell my students that by one person meditating in the household, it can shift the energy in the entire household. And I believe 100% with 100% of my being that my children have helped impact other people in their lives just by my meditation practice keeps the energy calm in the household. So they take that calm energy out into the school and it relaxes other people around them, right? And it's just that auras, it's just our energies that we're putting out there. I shouldn't say just, it is our energy that we're putting out there, but how beautiful when it's filled with calm energy and, you know, like first thing in the morning, now I meditate first thing in the morning and it creates this calm for the day, right? So when your children are young, if you're meditating first thing in the morning, then you bring that calm. So they take that calm out with them into the, into school or into their life. Uh, some of the other benefits, benefits of meditation it's just a really creative place to come to. It's a quiet place to come to every single day where your creative, creative juices get flowing and it, uh, it truly does spur creativity, right? And we can't um, be um, connected to our creativity and connected to our intuition when we're in a frenetic, stressed out anxiety space. We need to be in that calm energy to actually access our creativity and our intuitive intuition. Um, it explodes practical solutions, right? Having meditation, it just gives you the answers. Not always, not the whole picture, but the next steps. It gives you the answers for this is uh, a good idea for the next idea or the next step or your next step, your next step, right? And when you think about it, you know, I can drive from my city to another city and I don't, I don't see the whole path of how to get there, right? I just trust that if I start driving my car on the highway, 
uh, and follow the signs, right? It's going to get me to the next city. And I can't see the whole twists and turns and the bumps, hills and bumps and potholes and all of that along the way. I just trust that it's going to take me along the way. And it does. And it always gets me there, right? Um, meditation helps you with sleep. It helps you with insomnia and it helps you sleep better at night. Um, it helps you with happiness. It increases our happiness, our joy. It helps us make us feel just feel better all day long. It slows down the age process and it helps us to defy age, which uh, hell yes to that. <laughs> of course, it connects you to your intuition and your intuitive hits. It helps with healing, physical healing, emotional healing, trauma healing, spiritual healing, past life healing. It helps with all of those aspects. And it's not going in there with um, really high expectations that I'm going to heal. And the, I'm going to tell you the story that I would, uh, I had, I uh, had a little bit of skin cancer on my face. And so I had booked um, to have it removed and I had booked in to the doctors to have it done, have it removed and have it healed. But before that, for weeks, I was meditating on healing it. And um, so I got to the clinic to get it removed. And the doctor said, Oh, wow, it's really deep. It's really in there. And so they had to like, really get it out of there. <laughs> right. And they did. And so I got back into the car afterwards and I was just shaking and shaking. And I was talking to my husband and I was crying and I was saying, you know, like I've been, you know, doing all the stuff. I thought I, I thought it would be healed. I thought it would, I would go in there and it would just be like this little flick, you know? And he said to me in his calm way, he said, well, it is healed now. You followed your intuitive guidance to get to the doctor, to, to get to the process. Right. And I, I was really divinely guided into that process. Right. It was, it was one of those things that you just talk to somebody. They said, oh, we can get you in and let's take a look at that. And it just fell into place. And so when he said that, I thought, okay, yes, right. So then the meditation starts with the healing of um, expectations, right, and and uh, belief and trust. Okay, some of the other benefits are um, helps you to offer practical solutions to things. It calms down our monkey brain and it energizes us when we really need it, right? Like sometimes we need to calm ourselves and sometimes we need to really charge us up and get going and get motivated and get moving into our, our, next, um, our next thing that we wanna put our energy into. So um, I used to meditate a lot of times in the afternoon around three, four o'clock. You know that time when you want to go for a cup, cup of coffee, uh, diet coke or caffeine to art energize you, chocolate, all of those things that you, I don't know if you do, but I've always been that person that usually around three to four that you're trying to energize yourself and you're going to grab something. That's the best time to meditate because that's what your body is needing is energy, right? And if you fall asleep, that's okay too. Uh, I'm going to tell you the steps to meditation in, in later in the show, but we will uh, go into that about how, what happens if you fall asleep and because everything is okay when you meditate, no expectations. All right, it's time for our first break of the show. Uh, we've been discussing the benefits of meditation. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about the steps of meditation. So you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Candace McKim on Inspired Choices Network. So we will be right back.
Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition. And it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at candacemckim.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I love this topic. I'm intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Find Your Hell Yes show. And today we're talking about meditation, your secret weapon. And I just love this topic. I've been meditating since I was 13 years old. And I told my story before we went to break and all of the benefits of meditating. So now we're going to go into this topic of maybe why you don't meditate. So the first part is why you do meditate. And now we're going to chat a little bit more about why you don't meditate. So I hear all the time that people can't meditate. I hear this all the time. And I'm going to tell you right now, everybody can meditate. And the more you think you can't meditate is the more you reason why you uh, can meditate or why you probably need it the most. Uh, and I don't, and don't get me wrong. I completely understand people saying that we have been taught from as in a, in our society that meditating isn't productive, that meditation doesn't benefit us, that meditation doesn't, uh, help us in any way. And so, and that we have to be busy all the time and that we can't slow down to meditate, that it's a waste of time. Right. And a lot of people say that they can't meditate because their mind wanders too much or they have too much monkey mind going on. And for sure, your mind is going to wander. Your mind really is going to wander. And that's OK. That is what your that is what you're supposed your mind is supposed to do. So, so the first myth I want to bust is that you actually can meditate and it doesn't have to be this really restrictive way of meditating. I was taught transcendental meditation, which is a very disciplined form of meditation. But intuitively, over the decades of meditating, many, many years of meditating, I have really uh, gone with the flow with it, really allowed it to just 
go uh, to really form the way that feels best for me. And that's how I teach it to my students and my clients is we need to do what feels good for us, right? And the, the hardest thing about meditating, the very hardest thing about meditating is finding the time to do it or is taking the time to do it. So let me say that again. The very hardest thing about meditating is taking the time to do it. You can't do it wrong. There is no wrong in meditation. All right, so let's take a look at some of the myths that I hear from people um, that they um, about meditation. They people feel have told me that they thought that when they meditate they can't move, right? And ideally, you want every time you. It's not that you can't move. Of course, you can move. In fact, this morning I was meditating because <laughs> I meditate every single day. It's my non-negotiable part of my day. But today I was meditating and it started pouring rain and I have all the windows in the house open. So I did actually get out of, out of meditation and went and closed some windows because I wasn't sure if the rain was pouring into my windows. So it's OK to move. Right. And then I went back to meditating. Right. And so but the idea is that when you're in a meditative position and I'm going to be teaching you the steps to meditation, you're focusing on something, right? You're focusing on your mantra, you're focusing on whatever you're doing, right? However, whatever style of meditating you're meditation you're doing, that you're focusing on it. So when you want to move, instead of moving, you bring your awareness back onto what you're focusing on. So it's not that you can't move. If you're, it's pouring rain, and you think the water's pouring into your house, and is going to wreck your, your walls, then go and shut the windows. But it's, it's, um, and even if you need to fidget, then you need to fidget. And there, that's okay. Um, another belief is that you have to have your eyes closed. Even in my meditation practices, I, I tell people that you can close your eyes or lower your gaze. It's just so that outside stimulus not coming in when you're meditating. But some people that have trauma, uh, severe trauma, they don't feel comfortable closing their eyes uh, in the middle of the day or in wherever with their space that they're in. So that's fine. You just lower your gaze. Um, some <laughs> the belief is that you sit around cross-legged on the floor and that you're really uncomfortable false. Again, you, I meditate in bed. I meditate first thing in the morning and I prop myself up in a pillow. And if it's too cold, I bring my blankets up around me and I scrunch down even further into my bed. I'll meditate in a chair, a reclining chair. Uh, I meditate anywhere, right? In my car. And so you don't have to be uncomfortable to meditate physically. You don't have to sit cross-legged on the floor or on a pillow. That is completely false. Um, you won't, I, I hear another thing is they're a little bit afraid of meditation. You're not going to slip into some sort of bliss state and, um, you know, and, and, and lose yourself. It, that doesn't happen in meditation that even in, um, you know, some of the deepest Kundalini experiences there, there, uh, it may be, it may be, um, energizes certain aspects, but that is far that is like deep deep meditation in uh practices that would be guided with other people around you um that they do i hear all the time and that we're that they do meditation wrong and like i said there is no way wrong way of doing meditation except not doing it um if you fall asleep it's okay i have had people say i i can't meditate every time i meditate i fall asleep well then you must be really friggin' tired right if you're meditating every day and you fall asleep that is okay, right? It's that same thing like uh, the meditating in the afternoon where you're going to go for chocolate or coffee or caffeine that um, that uh, it's, um, 
it's because you're tired, right? And you want to increase your energy. So meditation will do that. So if you fall asleep, you're going to come out of meditation and you're going to have your energy is going to be increased. Uh, I hear a lot of times that uh, you can't turn your brain off and that that's wrong. The thing is about meditation is that it's not about emptying our mind. Meditation is not, you hear, I hear this all the time that people think you have to empty your mind in meditation. It's not, it's not possible, right? Our minds don't work that way, right? It's about focusing your mind. So you don't have to turn your brain off. All you need to do is keep trying to focus on the one thing that you're focusing on. The way I'm going to be teaching it is there's different styles of meditation, but focusing on a mantra. So, or focusing on your breath. So whatever you're focusing on, you just keep bringing your mind back to it and then noticing that your mind wanders and then bring it back. Noticing that your mind wanders, bring it back. Noticing that your mind wanders, bring it back. Timer goes, you're done. Boom, gold star, put it on the calendar. I meditated today, right? Share it on social media. I meditated today and be really proud of it. Um, yeah, and then one of the biggest ones is wasting, it's wasting your time. It's a waste of time. And we just went through the list, the huge list. And there's so many more scientific reasons to meditate. Um, but uh, it is so it is not a waste of time. A lot of times people forget to meditate, right? They, oh, I was going to meditate today. And damn it, I forgot. And fair enough, right? I schedule into my calendar. I have it scheduled every day for 345. And I book off in my calendar from 4 to 430 to meditate. So schedule it the same as you schedule your lunch break the way you get the same same way you schedule schedule everything that you do when I start to stutter on my words I know I'm getting messages really quickly <laughs> and I was getting lots coming in there um uh so what was coming there was that um <laughs> my schedule when I put it into my calendar even if I'm in a different city it tells me uh, you need to get back to meditate. And it makes me giggle because I can meditate anywhere. But my calendar tells me you got to get home, you got two hours to get home, and you have to meditate in two hours. But it's important to to write that down or to schedule it into your calendar. And I hear all the time, people have always asked me, how do you find the time to meditate, Candace? And I always reply, you know, I find the time to brush my teeth every day. And my toothbrush is an electric toothbrush and it has a timer for two minutes. So it makes me brush my teeth for two minutes. And I do that every day. I do that twice a day, right? So I find the time to brush my teeth every day. Every day. I find the time to meditate every day. I find the time to eat at least once a day. I don't eat. I don't always eat breakfast every day. I don't always eat supper every day. I sometimes don't eat lunch every day, but I do eat every single day right? Unless I'm on some sort of cleanse or something, but I do eat every single day. So I eat every day. I meditate every day. And it's that important to me because I've gone through periods of life. Like when I was, when my kids were little, I went, um, I was, it was before my youngest son was born and I, uh, was on birth control and every month around my period, every, my moon cycle, every month, two days before my period, I would be a nightmare. I'd be yelling at the kids. I would be not coping, crying, fighting with my husband, all of those things. And it was like months that I allowed that to go on. And then I realized what's different in my life. And it's like, oh, I'm not meditating. Oh, that's what's different. 
And so I brought myself back to my meditation practice and I haven't let it go for really long periods. Like I, like I said, I haven't meditated, of course, every single day in the, you know, that same, it was before my youngest son was born. So he's now 25. So I haven't meditated every single day in 25 years, but it's like exercise. I know when I, I stop it for a while, then it's like, oh, what isn't feeling good for me right now? Oh, I'm not meditating. Oh, I need to come back to my meditation practice. And then bringing it back because we're human. We always, we always stop doing what's good for us, right? That's what we do as humans is for whatever reason, we stop doing what we know really works for us and what really benefits us. And so it's the same with meditation, the same with exercise, the same with our, you know, the way we eat our health plans, all of that. And so we, um, so it's, it's, it's bringing myself back to that meditation practice because it is that important to me to, to stay calm. Like I'm, I'm a fire son. I can be super fiery and super uh, energized and um, can get really hot. Right. And so it's, I think it's just a really important part of who I am and how I manage and cope in the world. So um, one of the other things that I've been, uh, that's really coming to me is that, that I hear all the time too, is um, that I can't meditate because my, as I said earlier, that my mind goes. So there's different ways that we can work with that, right? It doesn't have to be the way I meditate. It can be other ways of meditation. So there is a uh, visual meditation. It's focusing on something that you're looking at. So you can be sitting and just focusing on a flower. I have a beautiful rose right in front of me right now, or it could be a candle. Uh, typically it's a candle flame. And so you just focus on it. And then when your mind wanders or your eyes start to wander, you just bring it back onto the, the candle flame. Another meditation is your breath. It, focusing on your inhale, your exhale. And you can even say in your mind, inhale, when you inhale, exhale, when you exhale, and just slowing your breath down, calming your breath will help calm your central nervous system, right? It, it really um, allows you to, to come into that space. Um, physical meditation, going for walks in, um, I do have a funny story about that as well. I was at an ashram in upper state New York, and uh, I was I had, I was in my room and I got up in the morning and I looked out the window and there was this entire group of probably a hundred people out doing a walking meditation. And it was first thing in the morning, they had blankets over their heads and they were walking really, really slowly. <laughs> and they were like walking like zombies. I wanted to videotape it for my boys. It was hilarious. And I, like, I looked at it and I ducked back down. <laughs> very funny but walking meditations are a great way for us to meditate swimming I used to when I worked as a social worker I would go swimming every day on my lunch hour and it becomes very meditative and you can really lose yourself because it's that repetitive motion right of of swimming um guided meditations I'm going to take you through a guided meditation later in today's show and then mantra meditation is what I practice and so I am going to be talking to you about that as well after we come back for our next break so we are it's time for our next break and uh when we come back I'm going to be talking to you about the seven steps of meditation meditation is your secret weapon and you're listening to find your hell yes with myself candace mckim on inspired choices network we'll be right back are you intuitive we all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance 
and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm intuitive business coach Candace McKim on Find Your Hell Yes. And we are talking about meditation today. And meditation is your secret weapon. And I say hell yes to that. So before we're going to break, we were talking about why you don't meditate and breaking through some of the beliefs around why you don't meditate. And in this next section, we set, section we're going to talk about the seven steps to meditation. And uh, just before we are just a reminder, I want to talk to you uh, or remind you or tell you about um, my realigning with your vision. Uh, four-part video series. So as an, as an intuitive business coach, I coach women on the secrets to accessing meditation and different practices so that you can take them into your business so you can create a sustainable business. So many of us do it in masculine energy that pushes, pushes us into stress, overwhelm, and burnout. And I say hell no to burnout, that we want to build our businesses uh, uh, in the feminine energy of flow and going, going with what feels best for you. And so I have simple proven steps to on how to follow your intuitive guidance that will help you to get clear uh, and confident so that you can move away from the pressure of that we put on ourselves in business and you can actually grow your successful business and your spiritual led business. So I have created a four-part video series for you, and it's called Realigning with Your Vision. You can go to my website, CandaceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com. And in the video series, you'll understand why your business sometimes goes into a slowdown period. I don't know about you, but I don't like it when that happens, but that's when my best work has really come out is when I've been in those meditative periods of my life where you know, the universe has slowed me down and slowed my business down. And that's when my Oracle cards were created, where my book was written in those periods where um, one of my training series came out of. And all, all, all businesses will go through periods like that. In this video training series, you'll learn how to understand your intuition 
and when to take inspired action, how to follow your intuitive guidance to make stuff happen and take quick action and how to inject your spiritual vision into your business. I believe anybody can make a business, but when you add your spiritual vision into it, look out. So again, that's realigning with your vision on my website, candacemckim.com. Alrighty, so I want to carry on with this. I want to start and talk to you about the seven steps of meditation so that then I'm going to take you through a guided meditation. So I guarantee that you will notice results when you start meditating, you are going to notice results in your life, a shift in your energy, a shift in your household almost immediately. And uh, it helps with so much. And I've talked about it in the first segment about the brain power and the focus and the decision making and the calming and the, you know, energy building. And, and um, there's just so many benefits to meditating that I know that once you start meditating 10 minutes a day, five minutes a day, it will impact your life almost immediately. Okay, so the way I want to teach, talk to you about meditation is I talked to you before the break about the different types of meditation. They're all very effective, very good uh, ways of meditating. But I also want to talk to you about mantra meditation. So mantra is a it means uh, a sound. And so we want to focus on a sound that, you know, that we keep coming back to. Um, so the sound that I recommend for you is so hum so hum and i don't recommend using Eng english words I, i've had a lot of people ask me can i meditate on peace or love or joy or you know other words like that and i don't recommend it just because what happens is when you are focusing on those words then memory is going to invoke memories and your mind is going to start going to thinking about all the people you love or the relationships that you love or you know maybe a heartbreak when you know like you know, your mind goes right <laughs> and uh or if you you know even peace right it'll go on to world peace and what's happening in the world like it can really take you off your mind off so i really recommend just using these sounds, either OM or so hum. And it's S-O-H-U-M, H-U-M. And begin with five minutes, 10 minutes, and then work your way up to 20, 25 minutes. Um, I'm a 20 minute meditator every day and I can, and it's, my body's just, just used to it. And so you can also get, I just want to put in here that you can get the seven steps to meditation uh, in my book. It's pages 259 to 277 uh, in my book, Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice. All right. So the very first step, so there's seven steps. The very first step is get yourself and your environment comfortable, warm and without distractions. You do not need to be uncomfortable to meditate. You do not, not to need to sit on the floor with your back unsupported and your knee, your, you know, your ankles crossed so that your knees are hurting and your hips are hurting or your ankles are hurting. No, we want to be comfortable. You want to be warm. Your body temperature will drop. So you want to have a blanket around you and be cozy, warm. Um, set a timer because you could fall asleep and you don't want to be uh, worried about that, right? So set your timer on your phone or, you know, you don't want to be, um, when I first started meditating, I would, I, I'd open one eye and look at the clock <laughs> because I'm like, how long have I been doing this, right? And it's maybe, oh shit, it's only been two minutes, right? <laughs> 
So if you set a timer, then you don't have to go, how long have I been doing this, right? You can just allow it to happen because you can trust the timer is going to go off. Um, I always like to add about five minutes to my meditation. So say I want to meditate for 20 minutes, I'll set the timer for 25 minutes because it allows me to get into that space to allow myself to get relaxed. And quite often when I meditate in the afternoon around the 3, 34 o'clock, I'll make a nice cup of tea. I'll do a little plate with maybe something sweet on there, like um, pieces of dark chocolate. I like the dark salted lint chocolate, a couple of those pieces. Or I used to do like dates and cut out, cut the dates in half and put a couple almonds in there. I bring a little snack with me and I set it beside where I'm meditating. I usually have it after, but, and then I have a hot cup of tea and then I would read for a few minutes because it takes you out of your day. And that's one of the good things about my book is the chapters are very short. So you can take a couple minutes just to read and it takes you out of what you're doing all, all day long. You can light a candle, set up an altar, uh, create, um, you know, setting up so you have a really beautiful space and really sacred space. You can bring in all the aspects of nature into your altar. I always add in earth, air, fire, and water and ether or space or goddess for me. So earth being a stick or a plant, uh, a rock, a uh, fire, obviously a candle, air, I use a feather or some incense. And water, I have a seashell usually, or you can use a bowl or a vessel. And then I have like something that represents ether spate um, or goddess, right? Um, so those are my things that I put on my altar. And we can talk about those at another one of my shows. We'll talk more about altars. But it's really nice to get your environment really set up and, and sacred to you. I have a candle that has three and I would light the three and say it's for family, friends, and source spirit, right? and lighting the candles with them. All right, so step number two is sitting in a chair so you are supported. If you lie down, you might fall asleep. So we do recommend that you're sitting up or propped up to some degree. Cover yourself with a blanket. Your body temperature will start to lower. And number three, start to take yourself through a relaxation. So as I said, I, I read for a few minutes, then I put my book down and then take yourself through some relaxation. You can start at your toes and consciously relaxing each of your toes, your feet, your heels, your ankles, your knees, your hips, your back, your shoulders, your neck, maybe doing, you know, even some shoulder rolls. And as you're doing that, really allowing yourself to get comfortable, relaxing your face, all the muscles in your face. It, it, it takes a couple times to remind yourself to relax the muscles in your face because we hold our face, the muscles in our face so much, right? Relax your scalp. This is another thing, just really consciously relaxing yourself, your scalp. Um, and you could go to head to toe if you want either way and begin by focusing on your breath, slowing the breath down, taking a couple long, slow breaths to relax you, to, to slow your central nervous system down. Um, and at this point, you may wish to talk to spirit and set an intention or set some um, some inspiration or ask a question. It could be spirit, show me what I need to know right now. So connecting to your breath, note in your mind, inhale as you inhale, exhale as you exhale. And it's just really this calming, relaxing. It's bringing you into that space. And if you only get this far, that's okay. That is still relaxing your central nervous system, which is, offers so much benefits 
so many benefits to you and your overall health. So just really calming it down. And then once you've gone through the relaxation, you're slowing your breath down, you're feeling good, you know, feeling calm, then you want to add in your mantra. And so I really recommend the mantra, so hum. And you can link it to your breath, but you don't need to. I don't really recommend it always uh, linking it to your breath, but just saying it in your mind. So hum. So hum. So hum. And that's it. You just keep saying it over and over again. And notice your mind is going to wander. So this is what's going to happen is your mind is going to wander. It's going to start to make the grocery list. It's going to start to make, you know, what am I having for dinner tonight? Um, I need to get to the kids to this activity. I need to get the kids to that activity. What do I need to do with my business? I need to send out that email. That's what's going to happen, right? And it's going to go. Doo, 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 doo. So every time you notice that your mind is wandering, you bring it back to the mantra. You come back to repeating so hum. Then your mind wanders. Oh, I need to pick up this, pick up the peas. I'll bring it back to so hum. And then it, oh, I need to send out that email. So hum. And you keep doing that. And you keep doing that. And you keep doing that over and over again until the timer goes. Easy peasy. The timer goes, you take another breath, you release the mantra. You can stay there longer if you want. You turn off the alarm, you take a couple more breaths and you feel you're done. It's like a gold star. You get the gold star on your, on your calendar, right? So what happens though is eventually you're going to be doing this, you're going to be repeating the mantra so hum and going to your grocery list, repeating the mantra, what am I making for dinner? Repeating the mantra, thinking about your business, thinking about the email, the person, the event that you have coming up. Um, and then eventually what's going to happen is you're going to no longer be thinking about the grocery list and all the things that you have to do, but you're no longer thinking about your mantra either. And that's when you're in the space between thought and sleep. And that's, that's uh, what we would call meditation, but all of it is meditation. And you may, or you you won't get there every single time you meditate. You're not going to get to that space every single time you meditate. You might be focusing on the mantra the entire time and thinking about all the different stuff. That's very typical, right? Is that, and then the timer goes, you go, okay, I did this gold star, meditated today, boom, I'm done. I feel better. I'm going about my day. And it's still, it is, you're still going to reap all of the benefits of meditation at that point. Other people, they're going to fall asleep. You're going to meditate for five minutes and you're going to fall asleep. And when I would teach yoga, every, all the men especially, but some of the women too, immediately fell asleep in Shavasana, right? That's okay. People are tired. We're overworked more than ever in this world right now, right? We're overworked. We're stressed out more than ever. And so that's okay if you fall asleep. But what happens is if when you continue to meditate is that some days you're going to get to that other place. And that's where the bliss is. That's, that's that yummy, the golden nuggets, the jewels, right? When you're in that place between thought and sleep. And that could be where that is, that's where when you come out of meditation, then you come out, you come out a little bit slower and you, and you have that really, really deep, deep 
calm that is floating over you all over. Like it's just going to wash right over you. You're going to feel good after every meditation, but it's just a little bit different calm that's going to flow over you. And it is really going to be bringing you into, into bliss, right? And that is where there's even bigger nuggets. That could be where you get an intuitive hit to take a next step. You might be getting intuitive hits through all the other points, but that's going to be like uh, a soul connection. That's how I was. Um, my youngest son was just a baby, brand new baby. And I, it was in that place where I got the intuitive hit to become a yoga therapist. And I literally came out of meditation. I was in that place of bliss, in that place between thought and sleep, in that deep meditation place. And I went from... Uh, reclining in a chair to bolt upright and I went that's what I'm going to do and it was just like instant that I knew right it was such a strong intuitive hit it was like had just come through source right this is what you need to do I was already uh I practiced yoga every day right and uh, my husband said I just kind of really want you to be able to support this habit that you have <laughs> so anyway I really want to encourage you to um to feel the gratitude of meditating. So I told you that I put it in my calendar every day that I meditate every day and I put it in the calendar, but I put yum. You wanna make it the yummiest part of your day, right? Is that you wanna create, it's such a ritual. And this is another thing that I think so many of us are um, missing in our, in our lives right now is, um, is the ritual that, that um, from every day, right? The rituals that we, um, that we, you know, that we maybe had in past, you know, in previous lives or when we were children growing up that we don't have those daily rituals as much as, as other times in our lifetimes. And so I really love the idea of, of making it such a beautiful ritual. So lighting the candle. And so when you, if you go into meditation, you can go in with asking a question. So you can still use the mantra meditation. So um, you can ask a question and then go into your, into your following your intuitive or following uh, your mantra. And then as you get intuitive hits, then writing it down, writing it um, down and then putting it on um putting it on um, in, in your notebook. All right, so let's just take a couple nice deep breaths, slow down your breath. All righty, slowing down your breath, closing your eyes or lowering your, lowering your gaze. And then as you're slowing down your breath, then connecting to your mantra. So hum, so hum. Relaxing your toes, your ankles, your knees. Relaxing your hips, your back. Relaxing your shoulders, your cheeks, your eyes. Relaxing your scalp, 
and feeling the relaxation come all the way down your body from head, flowing all the way down to your toes. And in this place of relaxation, start to repeat your mantra, saying it in your mind, so hum. So hum. So hum. And in this place, just allowing to come whatever is coming to you as you're repeating your mantra. As you set an intention, spirit, guide me. Guide me onto my path. Show me what I need to know. And allowing the messages to come to you. Allowing spirit to bring you the answers. in this place of relaxation, calling in all of your guides, all of your angels, the spirits of your own understanding to come and give you any insight, clarity and direction that you desire right now. Allowing yourself to to open up to the possibilities, the infinite possibilities that are here for you. To the guidance and the direction that is coming to you, to the blessings that are all around you, the abundance that you have created in your life, and the inner wisdom that keeps knocking to bring you more and more answers. Thank you so much for joining me today and allowing yourself to be guided through this meditation. You're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, author, speaker, and intuitive business coach, Candace McKim. You can find all of my programs and trainings, as well as where to book a complimentary clarity call with me on my website, candacemckim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M. On next week's show, we're going to be talking one mouth and two ears. Do the math. Remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you, and your soul wants you to Thank you for listening to the Find Your Hell Yes show. Candace McKim returns Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Until then, courageously follow your intuition into creating a life that is full of hell yeses. Because remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you.